Hi guys, welcome to Stockcast Invest Wisely. This is a podcast where we will share our knowledge about stock investments, learn from our mistakes, and make smarter investment decisions. I will not only discuss innovative and disruptive companies, but also stable dividend companies in order to make a balanced portfolio. Right, so a bit about myself. I have been investing in the stock market for quite some time now. And my first investment was in a German company called Infineon Technologies. And the reason why I invested in this company was pretty simple. Uh, because I got a job in this company and I said, okay, uh, if the company is hiring me, maybe I can also invest in this company and get to know more about the company. So this was the idea behind it. Uh, I made some decent profit on this uh, investment, but now I I have a more uh, balanced and bigger portfolio of uh, different companies, not only German, but also American companies. And this brings us to our topic of today which is portfolio diversification and how to have a balanced portfolio. Portfolio diversification is a very general topic and it varies from person to person depending on their personal circumstances. For example, it depends on your age, how much money you want to invest, how much risk you are willing to take. So based on this, Uh, What goes uh, well for someone in his 20s might not go well for someone in his 50s. Or if you are, um, or if you don't have a stable job, maybe you don't want to take a lot of risk. However, if you have a stable job and you have uh, decent savings, then maybe you can take a bit more risk. When we talk about portfolio diversification and balancing the portfolio, uh, there are three dimensions that I always consider. The first one is, the number of individual stocks in your portfolio. The second is diversification in terms of sector. And the last one is risk management. Let's start with the first dimension, which is the number of individual stocks. So from my point of view, I would say you can have any number of stocks between five to 20. But again, this depends on your uh, risk appetite. The more stocks you have in your portfolio, the less risk you are exposed to. Um, So if you really want to avoid risk, I would suggest go for 20 stocks. That means every company has around 5% ratio in your portfolio. So if let's say one company goes bankrupt, you still lose only 5% of your total investment. However, on the other hand, if you look at the other extreme, if you want to take more risk and you know five companies really well, you are really convinced that these companies are going to do quite good in the long term, then you can just invest in those five companies, which means around 20% exposure to each of these companies. But of course, if you made uh, a wrong decision in choosing one of the company, And if that company goes bankrupt, you lose around 20% of your investment. So if you are willing to take this risk, you can go ahead and take only five companies. So this again depends on the personal situation. I used to know one guy who invested 
only in five companies around about 2005. And guess what? One of the company was Amazon. So it doesn't matter what happened to five, uh, four of those companies, four of the five companies, but one of the company was Amazon and it made up for the rest of the four companies and he made a lot of money from his investment. So, but again, it was still risk because in 2005, no one knew how Amazon is going to take over the world. There are many more sectors um, and you can find more sectors um, on the internet. It's important to have a combination of these sectors in your portfolio. A well-balanced portfolio should have at least, in my opinion, four sectors. That means 25% of your portfolio is in one particular sector. And it's also important to have the companies, um, the sectors which you know. If, for example, if you don't know much about healthcare sector, then it's important to avoid it. My background is from engineering, so I understand the technology companies. So a big part of my portfolio is in the technology companies. But I'm not from the healthcare background. I don't understand the healthcare companies. So a very small part of my portfolio is in big, well-known companies, which have a balanced and steady cash flow. So you should invest in what you know. If you know healthcare sector, then invest in that particular sector. The other option that we have is the companies that we interact with on a day-to-day -day basis, like Coca-Cola, McDonald's. Everyone knows about McDonald's and Cola and Pepsi, Procter & Gamble. I'm sure in your home, you will have products from the companies like Procter & Gamble, Johnson & Johnson, and Pepsi. So these companies, because we observe them in our daily life, so we can also invest in these kind of companies as well. But most importantly, you should have a well-balanced portfolio consisting of different sectors because you never know when one sector is in trouble. We saw this during this uh, global healthcare crisis, which is still ongoing, that the retail sector was in really bad shape, and it still is. On the other hand, technology sector kept going up and up because the need for technology and, uh, and the infrastructure, the technology infrastructure made it possible that we can still work remotely. Or there are other companies like Netflix, Facebook, that because people are stuck at home, so they have no other choice but to use these services. So if you have a balanced sector portfolio, then no matter what the situation is, you will always go through that particular situation. Therefore, I consider this dimension, the sector balancing really important. And you need to make sure that you, that you organize your portfolio in terms of different sectors. That brings us to the last dimension of the portfolio diversification, and that is the risk management. Different companies have different risk profile, and I categorize them into three main categories. That is growth, value, and spec. 
in growth category, there are companies which are still growing quite fast. And these companies are reinvesting into their business so that in the future, they can make more revenue. Some of the examples in the growth category are Facebook, Amazon, Visa. From my point of view, your portfolio should have some growth exposure because these are the companies that can make you a lot of money in the future in terms of capital appreciation. Normally, these companies do not pay any dividends because they only want to reinvest in their own business. But that means if they earn more money in the future, then the stock will also follow. And you will gain money in terms of capital appreciation. The other category is value stocks. These are the stable companies with a long history of steady cash flow. And these companies usually also pay dividends. Because these companies have stable business model, therefore they do not have to reinvest all the money in their business. So all the excess money that they have, they normally pay it back to the shareholders, either in terms of dividend or share buybacks. However, keep in mind that these companies are not gonna grow like Google or Facebook, but they are safe because they have a long history of their stable business. Therefore, I encourage you to have a good part of your portfolio in these companies because that brings stability to your portfolio and your portfolio is not too volatile. Some of the companies in this category are Walmart, AT&T, and Kimberly Clark. So if you invest in these companies, you can be sure that you are gonna get a stable cash flow in terms of dividend. But you will not gain a lot of money from the capital appreciation. Now let's come to the last and exciting part, which is spec stocks, or I call them gamble stocks. These are moonshots. These companies are in their early stage and these companies have very ambitious goal. And this is either make or break kind of stock. So whenever you invest in these kind of companies, do keep in mind that you might lose all of your money and you should be willing to lose all that money that you invest in these kind of companies. Otherwise, just don't consider investing in these kind of companies. Some of the example in these companies are Virgin Galactic, Slack Technologies and Beyond Meat. These companies can give you 10 times of your money investment in the future. But on the other hand, these companies might fail because they are burning cash right now. So they might not be able to make money and then die because of that. So you might lose all of your investment. But I would still say that if you want to take some risk, do consider some of the spec stocks in your portfolio, a very small percentage that you are willing to lose. 
uh, 10 years ago, Tesla was in this category, right? Tesla was a spec stock. And no one knew if Tesla will be able to compete with the big giant automakers like Volkswagen and General Motors. But Tesla proved them wrong. And Tesla is now in the growth category. They are no more spec stock. So that is why, and this can give you a lot of uh, return of your investment in the future. Same goes for Netflix. Several years ago, Netflix was also in spec category, but now Netflix has a very good business model and it's working for them and uh, shareholders are getting bang for their buck. So if a portfolio has all of these categories, which is growth, value, and spec, then, then I would call it a balanced portfolio. But I would still say that if you don't want to take a risk, then most of your portfolio should be in the value stocks, or uh, you can call them also dividend stocks. If you are willing to, to take more risk, then you can also consider growth stocks. And if you are even more adventurous, you can also consider some spec stocks. The best way to analyze a portfolio is by visualizing it. And for that, you can use uh, different tools. I personally use uh, Excel sheet where you can actually enter the data and then that can uh, make a pie chart for you. So you can see how much uh, percentage of each stock or each sector you have in your portfolio. But you have to update it every day, right? I mean, or every week or every month or whatever you prefer. The other option is that there are websites uh, where you can enter the data and that website will automatically make a pie chart for you. One of the websites which I have used is meta-chart.com. Uh, but there are many more examples that you can consider as well. Uh, but it's important to visualize your portfolio instead of just looking at the numbers because that uh, makes the picture more clear for you and then you can analyze it better. And then don't forget to uh, reanalyze the portfolio on regular basis and then adjust the portfolio uh, depending on the situation. Uh, if you see that uh, you are overexposed to one particular stock or a sector or even to the risk, then you can rebalance it by adjusting the portfolio. As this is my first ever episode, so you might see some room for improvement. I plan to upgrade uh, the audio setup so the audio quality gets better and I will bring more quality content for you guys. So do follow the podcast. If you have any suggestions, any feedback, do hit me up. I'm open to new ideas. Uh, if you have any questions, you can ask me. I will answer them as soon as I can. Please keep in mind that I'm not a financial advisor and this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. So do your own research before buying a stock. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful day. Yeah.